0: This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. <clears throat> just go as a haqdomah to tonight's discussion, a little different than most of the other shroom that we have over here, tonight I'm not at all weighing in halachal I'm just pointing out an interesting machloikis uh, that seems to be appearing in front of our own eyes. There was an event last Sunday night, um, a beautiful event to commemorate or to acknowledge uh, nine thousand members of a in BMG. Beautiful event it was in Philadelphia, and there was supposed to be something like twenty five thousand people showing up. One of the guest speakers, they had many guest speakers from all over uh, the Jewish world, some from Eretz Israel, and one of the guest speakers that was uh, scheduled to come was Meir Suri Bergman. Suri Bergman is one of the Zakeni Rosh Hashiva in Eretz Israel. He's a son-in-law by Reb Shach. And he was supposed to be one of the guest speakers at the event. It's no, it's no small uh, feat for a man that age to come fly from Eretz Israel. They charge him a special plane. And Nebuch, when he came to America, he found out that his son passed away. And he was in the middle of shiva. And the question came, should he be allowed to attend this event, which I believe was last Sunday night, while he was in the middle of shiva? So the Paschus is not, he's not allowed to. He's an Avatar Shiva. An Ova Shiva doesn't go to give Shurim. He doesn't give to give Shmuzim. He stays at home and sits, uh, sits Shiva. And that was what everyone assumed. And he was Taka told by his doctors, he can't come back to uh, Eretz Yisrael to sit Shiva. He has to sit Shiva in, in Lakewood. Okay. Then at some point before the event, uh, Reb Simcha Kona, very Chosh Paisik in Lakewood, he made a psak that he felt that he's allowed to attend the event. He felt that it was permissible for... This Rabbi Bergman, Big Khosh the Yidib to come speak. And he had a bunch of different conditions. He has to leave right away. He can't they can't play music when he comes, but him. the videos are out. You can watch the videos. He did attend this event and he spoke in front of a large group, twenty five thousand B'nai A and it was taka an uplifting event. So again I am not at all weighing in what I think on this Shaila whatsoever. I am not at all going to go up against any of the people we're gonna to mention tonight, but I'm just pointing out that I was waiting for someone to come out against that psak. right? Like everything else in Judaism, there's always going to be another side. So I was waiting to know who's going to come out and disagree with this psaq. So I'll leave it up to the Jewish website. So I was waiting long enough, and I found that Yitzchak Lichtenstein, from Tarev he wrote a five-page rebuttal on Absimcha Bonam Kohn's psaq. So it's Kedai, I think we should go through a little bit, each side, who says what, just to get a little bit of an idea of uh, what sounds right over here. It's, 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 it's funny, because the Lichtenstein now recently became the Roshiva of Tarev He was a rough for many years, a big comes from a Chacham family, his father Rebbe Aaron Lichtenstein, his grandfather Rebbe Salvech, he comes from a long line of Hamidei Chachamim, and he wrote this five-page letter, which initially uh, was taken down. I could leave it to the Jewish websites. It was taken down. I had to dig up to find it again. If anyone wants it, I'll be more than happy to send it to you. It's, uh, it's, it's written well. He goes through the sugya, and he debates the hetter of Rav Simecha Kohn. Now, Rav Simecha Kohn himself did not rely on his own hetter. He spoke it over with someone else. He spoke it over with Rav Kook. They came out that it was mutter and the right thing for, uh, for Rabbi Bergman to speak. So what's the Shiloh? What's the major issue? So the real shaila is, and this was the basic hetter of Rav Simecha Kohn, is Gemara the Gemara Moit Cotton. The Gemara Moit Cotton says that although an oval is not allowed in Torah, and oval is not allowed to teach Torah, but the Gemara says, If the mass need him, if he's needed by the mass, by the people, then he is allowed to teach Torah. That's what it says in Shulchan Aruch. Look at Shulchan Aruch. Yohadei, Sim, Shem, Dal, Shulchan Aruch writes, in Oval, during Shiva, is not allowed to learn Torah, no forms of Torah, but, but if the mass need him, if the people need him, then, says the Mechaba, then Mutter, then it's okay. So Rabbi Simcha Bonam argument was, of course the people need him. This whole event is only going to be so powerful if he comes and speaks. And therefore, he felt that it was motive for him to come. That's the basic premise of the heter. Now, it sounds right, sounds somewhat right. Rabbim srichim Loit. Now, the truth is, it's not even so partial. Because, first of all, does that mean the oval's allowed to leave the base oval to go? Good. Maybe they should all come to him. Pack 25,000 people into the house where he's sitting, Shiva. So, I did see one Paisik, Takatainit, Abharfenis. Dino Williamsburg, he said that when a, a malamin is allowed to teach Torah because people need him, that's only if they come to him, not if he goes to them. And over here, he got up and went to them. Second issue is a machoikist, seems to be a machoikist, shach, how early in the Avelis is it although a lot to teach Torah? The Taz brings down a sheet only after the third day. Now, I don't remember if Sunday night was already three days after he read his if I don't remember. But that's not such an issue to me, because the shach disagrees. The shach holds it doesn't matter if three days, first days. And Rabban Tzrichim, like the people really need him, Avadi is allowed to go teach Torah no matter what. Now, there's also a ramo over here. There, I'm sorry, there's also a shach. The shach quotes a marshal. The marshal says, let's say you have a situation. Let's say you have preschool, elementary school children. Tonight, it's Rabban. If the Rebbe be out for a week, you know what's going to look like the yeshiva. This is before they had substitutes, so the Shach writes. So even if it's not the rabbin tzrichem loy, but if these people need this Rebbe to allow them to learn, and if you bring in a substitute, the kids are just going to play ball the whole day. paskins the Shach, quoting a marshal, that you're allowed, The Rebbe allowed to come out of shiva to teach uh, to teach the students. Now I'm unaware of any yeshiva that actually practices that i do not. I think every shiva uses substitutes, but it does say in Shulchan Aruch the Shach is this way that if the Rebbe is certain that the kids will not learn as well with someone else, then the Rebbe is allowed to get up from shiva and maybe even go to the school to teach. So the argument was made that this is the case of the Shulchan Aruch. Rabbin means there's 25,000 Jews who came to this arena in Philadelphia. They had diber from Rabbi Bergman, and if he doesn't show up, it's going to be a breach in Rabbim Tzvi So it does sound somewhat understandable. So Rabbi Lichtenstein is he has a hard time selling that. He says, first of all, he says, what does it mean, Rabbim Sricham Loi? To do what? A lot of people need this Rabbi for what purpose? Taka needs be explanation because the Rama Paskins. Let's say you have a Paisik who's the only one who knows that a Paskin is. No one else can Paskin the and he's during Shiva. So the Rama Paskin if he's the only one who can Paskin the Shaila, in ein loy acher Elohu. he's the only guy who knows that a Paskin lives on a little shetel. All the other Rabbanim are unavailable. It's like in the summer. Some communities, it's pesach time in this community, of the rabbis, a lot of Rabbanim go away. So let's say you have a shail, the only rub who's left in the town, there's no phones. The only rabbinim left in town is in Nebuchadnezzar during Shiva. And someone needs to know what to do. So Rama Paskins, he's a lot of Paskin and Shayla. So what does that mean, Rabban Tzrichim? Though? What do they need him for? So Rabbi, Rabbi Licht times, if you look in the Yorucha I looked it up, the Yorucha says, Rabban Tzrichim means that you need to teach halach. That's what they need you for. What do you mean the mass need you? What do they need you for? They don't need you for a musa Shmuz. They don't need you to inspire the crowd. They need you to touch the people what to do. The people need to hear Pesach Halacha. So therefore he tied it. This event was not a Halacha Lama event. This event was just to give Chizik to the loyim de teir. This event was not teaching any Halacha. So therefore he felt that the whole head of Rabben Tzrichim doesn't apply over here. Rabben Tzrichim is when they need you for some form of Pesach Halacha. Now again... It's very vague in Shulchan Aruch and in the Gemara if that's necessarily the definition of Rabbin Tzwi Chanoi, And therefore you could debate it. Now, his other argument that he says is, he said, why did he have to go? Why couldn't he do it over Zoom? Right, we have Zoom today. Sadly, we learned about Zoom. So he tied it even if the, originally the plan was to have him come in person. But Lomai said we could have done it over Zoom. So to me, that's a shticklel shveratayna. Because to whatever extent they decided to schlep a 97-year-old gadol from Eitz to America, means they felt he needs to be in person, not over Zoom. So if that's rabbin Tzrichelot. Meaning, rabbin Tzrichelot means we felt that for this event, this event needed this rabbi to be here. So that's rabbin Tzrichelot. Now again, I, but the problem I have with all of this is, and Rabbi Luchtesin points out, there were many speakers at this event. There are many speakers. Baruch Hashem. A lot of different speakers. Some from Elisha some from America, from Lakewood. So, you know, I hate to say that people can be exchanged, but we know sometimes that's what happens. So, that's what it means in Shochanach. Rabbim Tzrichim Loi means that people need him. 25,000 Jews needed to hear from this God. So, let them hear it via Zoom. Okay. Again, I'm just, I'm not picking sides at all on this, because this is way beyond my territory. I am just pointing out the two sides that need to be clarified over it. It's, it's an interesting point. So he also claimed, that, look have this here as another taina. He says that OvO not allowed to go to a base of Mishta. This was a party. This was an event. Twenty five thousand Jews. There was music. There was dancing. There was singing. That's a base mishter. He says. So even though Grada, when the, when when um, when he came, when the when the, when, he, when the when the godel came, they it stopped the music. They did, but he says it was still a very festive feeling. You walked in. There was food. It was festive. Grad that it was supposed to be that when he left, they weren't supposed to dance or sing. They did. I saw the video. There was no music, but they were still dancing and singing when he left, which the was not correct. So that's Tamizal the time that was good, even if he can say the Torah, but you can't walk into a base mishta. You can bring a Rebbe to a classroom to say it should, but you can't bring someone to a party. This was an event. This was a, we'd call it a matzav, right? And therefore, Rabbi Lukhazi felt that that's inappropriate, even if you feel that it meets the criteria of Rabbi loy. he felt that should not be, not be allowed. He rather than had other tayinahs, he thought that he should be allowed to switch his begodim. One of the conditions that they made was he has to come in his bigger, his torn begodim. He he felt the opposite. He felt once you allow him to come to speak, which speaker shows up with ripped clothing? He felt fakert. To the extent that you got to let him come and speak, in front of 25,000 b'nei ta'ira, he's got to dress properly. So he argued on him, who felt that he has to show up in his Karu and his ripped clothing. So again, I have no idea who was right, who was wrong way beyond my understanding but it's just an interesting machloikist this is an interesting shayla. I've how to define what the Shulchan Aruch means when it says Rabbim Tzrichim Loi the mass need him and therefore that's what they're arguing about is this considered a situation where Rabbim Tzrichim Loi now the good question is when is there ever a case of Rabbim Tzrichim Loi where do, where do, where do you ever have a situation where one person is so needed by the mass that no one can, no one can uh, take his place I don't know I guess that's what the machloikis is going to hinge on. But in any case, it's uh, interesting machloikis. Not uh, should never be negi. Allah say again, we should be able to have these asifas without uh, people being an Avelis. But he did come and he spoke and he said over. You can watch the video. He said over from his from and Reb Shach, an Interesting Yisoid, a chiddush that we saw. We've mentioned many times in the Sefer Achinuch. He spoke about the problem of the older single girls. He said it was something that bothered him, that bothered his shver, This problem of older single girls, and he pointed out, which is already found in the Sefer Achinuch, that if a person benches inside from a bencher it has unbelievable kaiches. Now to my knowledge, I haven't looked at the Sefer Hachinuch in a while, I think the Sefer Chinuch talks about Parnos. I don't think he talks about the Feshaduchim, but maybe they're connected. The Sefer Hachinuch right? if a person benches inside from a bencher, it's a school for Parnas. That's brought down in the Sefer Hachinuch. So he said over, one of the things he said over at this drush was this Nakuda. He pointed out that it's kedai for people to be more zaris, more careful, when benching to try to bench inside with a bencher, brings brachas and Yeshuas. But um, he did go and he did speak, and uh, that was the sack that he was given. But uh, I was waiting. I knew someone in Kala Yisrael had to come out against it. Now Rabbi Lichlitzin writes in the letter, it's not really his job or his business to come out and bash people and rip on people. But he said he had a cheshb. He said he's afraid that Kala Yisrael is going to become lax to Avelis. I mean, we're all going to watch this event. We're going to see a big gadol who's in the middle of Shavuot showing up to the event. So he felt that would create a laxity of Hashivas of Avelis. As it is already now, sadly, Avelis is very watered down from a halachic standpoint. You see Avelim doing things that are very questionable. I know Avelim was shower during shiva. The rabbi gave them a header. Okay, I'm not here to tell anyone what to do. But the point is, he felt, the Olam HaToyer, so many people saw such a big goggle coming during shiva to give a shear, and he thought that was not right. So he felt that's why he made this this kol kairi. But uh, interesting, interesting LaHagdil Torah, LaHader, the two sides of the machoikis, I have no idea who's right and who's wrong. I hear both sides. But in the Kudus of Machlech is how to learn the Gemara, and how to learn the Shulchan Aruch about the case of R- Rabbim Tzrichim, like what exactly is included in that criteria.